Hey everybody, I'm Ryan Kuntz, one of the co-founders at Mammoth Growth, and today I'm happy to have with me Neil Raleigh, the SVP of product at Mixpanel. Hey Neil, how's it going? Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the big things that I think people get confused about is what is analytics? So maybe you can uh, start by chiming in on how Mixpanel thinks about what analytics is today and you know how that might differ from where you were, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and uh, and we can talk about where you're going. Cool. Yeah. So analytics is, you know, for us, um, uh, a way for people to get visibility in what's going on in their with their users and their business, and um, to track uh, their progress. Uh, you know, by building metrics that that describe the the performance of the product and in, in the business and and to get answers to questions to make good decisions. Um, and, and really you're trying to get into this loop of, of um, defining goals that you want to see improve, being able to quantify them and, and, and see a line that actually moves when, when you, when you make progress and then ship changes and, and you can really see what's, what the impact of those changes were, which things were working, which things, didn't work was in sometimes things that you thought would make things better, made things worse. And, um, and just working in that way with the real visibility of the effects of the changes that you're making and making sort of more informed decisions, um, gives you a big productivity lift. Um, and you want, you know, everyone in your company to be able to, to, to self-serve, uh, being able to do that so that they can, um, can work in that in that in that style yeah we we at mammoth we call that benchmark test and optimize and so we have these loops and you know the idea is you have to have the underlying baseline data but then you know what are we going to do to make it better and then let's measure it and, and actually go do it and so you know the thing is though is you know i know what we can do with mixed panel um i think you know one of the things that comes up in our conversations a lot is why not just do this with ga like why don't why shouldn't companies just use GA to do this? Which when I say GA, I'm talking about Google Analytics. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that Google Analytics um, you know, is really built to help you understand uh, how your your website is performing and how you know the traffic that you're you're driving from from Google ad spend is is uh, landing in your in your website. I think once you get into wanting to look at more in-depth aspects of how users are really using your product, uh, you know, uh, and 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 asking more complex questions about how they go through certain workflows and how well they retain. And once you start trying to dig into to that sort of stuff, the um, Google Analytics is a bit, you kind of hit limits in it. It's it's not um, you know you can't go you can't go as deep. And so um, that's where like a true event-based analytics tool is going to give you a lot more um, flexibility and, and, and let you answer a lot more questions. Well, you can't follow the user through the full journey in Google Analytics, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think when we think about it, it's not really a true cross-platform behavioral analytics tool. It just tells you what something, what happened in a session, not who did it in a session. And right. so, you know, I think when we think about well, I don't know, maybe, maybe you chime in on this. I mean, look, like with GA, I can test, but I can't really test 
to a cohort or to particular users, for example. Um, and I guess, you know, how do you guys think about that as it relates to, you know, analytics today in the market? Because there's other analytics tools, right? I mean, you know, you might have people that say uh, building, you know, dashboards and lookers analytics. What, you know, what's the difference? I mean, where you have sort of, you know, GA on one side and mixed panel in the middle and, you know, Looker or Sigma or Tableau, you know, on the other end. Yeah. So, you know, I think bringing up SQL BI on the other side, you've got it's sort of the opposite or a different set of issues there. You know, ultimately SQL gives you almost sort of unlimited ability to, to, to transform and query the data. Um, on but the hold other, on, you're not going to build a funnel report in Tableau. Right. Well, that's where I'm going with this is that okay, it's, yeah. <laughs> it just, it takes a lot of time and it's difficult. And so uh, it becomes really expensive and uh, slow. Uh, and so it, as a result, like a lot of the time people either end up waiting a really long time or they don't get an answer. And in lots of companies, you know, there's an, an analysis team that has to build and configure dashboards and, and queries in SQL and in BI for then the actual product and marketing people to, to get an answer. And so we often find we go into companies and we says, okay, like the product and marketing teams are blocked and the uh, data science team is swamped um, because they're just inundated with so many questions and uh, and they they can't get to them all. And actually, most of the time they hate doing it, right? They didn't become a right. data like tell you, you know, like how many users signed up for this new feature. You know, it should be something people can look up on their own. And so um so you kind of have on one side SQL BI, um, theoretically unlimited depths, but very slow, very expensive, and you need experts. And 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 then on the other side, you've got GA, it's sort of a solution for web traffic and ads, but it's not a full so you it it's you're you're stuck between something GA is easy to use, but you can't get the answers that you need. BI SQL, uh, you can get the answers, but it's too difficult for most people to use and too slow. And so, an, a, you know, mixed panel event-based analytics, which is what we do, um, is sort of this sweet spot where, uh, you know, everyone can use it. It's pretty simple to use. You can set up a funnel report in under a minute um, or any number of funnels, retention, all kinds of stuff. Um and but you can go incredibly deep with it at the same time. So um we we think of it as sort of like fast, easy, but powerful analytics for everyone. Yeah, that's great. And I guess you know you touched on it a little bit, but you know, as accurate, reliable, consistent, accessible data becomes table stakes at companies, and there are a lot of companies with a long way to go, you know. Um, who you know, who do you think or what is your perspective on who should own the data in an organization today? Well, it, uh, that depends a lot on what what size of company and stage you're at. Um, you know, for startups, if just adding some tracking with something like Mixpanel, it's pretty easy. The engineering team can just, like the team, the same team that's building the product is, can easily just add that as part of what they do. And the team works pretty tightly. And so everyone kind of, you know, the company might be small enough. Everyone has all the context of what's going on and can kind of make use of the data and ask the person sitting next to them, you know, um, if there are questions. As companies get bigger, 
and they're collecting more and more data and they have more and more teams working on more and more stuff. And, um, and there's uh, also more and more consumers of the data that don't necessarily have all of that context. I think at some point it makes more sense to shift over and have a centralized data team that's focused on um, curating the company's data and preparing it and governing it um, and documenting it in ways that then let everybody um, trust it and and understand it. Uh, and, you know, where that point is, you know, I can't say for sure, but probably somewhere around a couple hundred employees. Yeah, and I think um, what we find with the data teams is just because, you know, those people were sort of, you know, trained on Python and SQL and, you know, traditional data warehouses, sometimes they have a hard time getting their head around this idea that you can identify users and track events and have time series data in the warehouse. And you can get at it in another place that's not writing like mountains and mounts of Python and SQL. And so, you know, one of the... Um, I think evolutions in the industry that we're seeing is that the data team still owns the data and maybe the data governance, but then other people are getting involved to do the change management and to provide, you know, a framework for asking the questions in the right way. I mean, it's shocking the number of times that, um, you know, we run into executives that ask for things that are kind of pointless, mostly because they just can't get their hands on anything. And so mm -hmm. anything's better than nothing, even if it's not the right thing. And right. so the data team isn't always the best team to reframe that conversation and start with, okay, well, well, really, why are we trying to do this? And how do we triage this giant spaghetti mess that you guys are throwing at me? And so, um, you know, it's interesting because that evolution is happening quickly now. And, you know, the data teams are actually happy about it because now, you know, to your point, like data scientists don't want to do data engineering. And now maybe if we get everything in place the way that it needs to be, they can do data science. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're freed up to work on, you know, higher leverage, more interesting data problems. Um, and, and I think that, uh, and here's, here's sh shameless plug, Ryan. Um, one of the things that is key in that context is the data team will more than likely put the data in uh, a data warehouse, like cloud data warehouse, Snowflake, BigQuery, something like that. And um, and so what uh, analytics tool like Mixpanel, and now if you have BI that, you know, BI have always just connected directly to the data warehouse. In the past, event-based analytics tools like Mixpanel kind of stood alone, you track data directly to them. And uh, so what we're, we actually just released is the ability to connect Mixpanel to your data warehouse. And um, so the data team can really prepare the data there. They can get it from like all, all the different data sources across the company from support tickets to financial data to um, obviously product usage data, anything that's getting pulled into that data warehouse, use DBT or whatever they use to govern and, and join that data together. And then from there, it can be loaded into something like Mixpanel where um, people can self-serve uh, on, on getting answers out of that data. I wasn't going to go there, but I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because, uh, you know, reverse ETL is a hot topic these days. And, you know, one of the things that we run into is that um, there's a sense that it's the end all be all and you don't have to do any work to get the data anymore. And so I think it'd be good to clarify that if you don't have the time series data to start with, 
because you didn't collect it via an SDK or some other mechanism, it's not there and you can't yes. send it back up to Mixpanel, right? And That's so right. Um, maybe speak to that briefly because I think people lose sight of the fact that, you know, some things you just don't collect in the warehouse anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think you can use a CDP like segment or you can track a, a, um, a tool like a mixed panel, but one way or another, yeah, you you there are things that you're going to capture as a as in your application database as a, you know obviously picks up a ton of state about how what users are doing. So, you know, basically your like users table is your signups table, right? You don't need to and and in fact, when that is the case, you're better off using that application data because it's in a transactional database. It's, you know, part of your application stack, your engineering team, your, your, your application depends on it being correct. Um, and so it's a really, really high quality uh, data set. That's right. There's a lot of things. Signups, like, revenue, it's anything we would think of as what's the thing we use the API to connect to in a traditional yeah. uh, implementation. But then yes, you've got this whole, yeah. yeah, you've got this whole giant set of things of all these interactions with your product that you may not save that as, you know, as a byproduct of the, you may not save any data as a byproduct of that. And so if you want to know that users swiped here or, you know, did a certain thing in your app, then you, you have to track that, um, that, uh, product usage, user behavior data. Um, you've got to track those events. And for that, you need to set up something like segment or, or mixed panel, um, collect the data and load it into your data warehouse um, if you want to have it in your data warehouse alongside all that other data. Yeah, and I want to emphasize the importance of identity resolution in, you know, that, that front-end tracking, um, you know. And so we have a user that visits a website and signs up or signs in, and we tag them back to their anonymous visits, or they use the app next, and we can tag them to that app, and we can follow them across the entire journey. Uh, most companies aren't capable of doing that just in the warehouse. Uh, yeah. it's not, I wouldn't say it's impossible because nothing is impossible, but the, you know, the amount of effort that goes into doing something in one place is first another, um, is something that, you know, you have to key in on very frequently because, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. round yeah. Big square hole. <laughs> yeah. We are on version three of our ID management infrastructure at Mixpanel, And it's actually one of the hardest, um, engineering problems that, it's 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 one of it's uh, one of those things doesn't seem like a big deal, but if you really want to, especially oh, yeah. if you're you're trying to stitch together, uh, you know, activity from different platforms, different tools, uh, logged out activity, and then when people log in, you know, attributing it to the right user, um, it's really hard. Let me put it to you this way: about once every two or three months, we run into a client or a potential client that says, oh, no, no, no problem. We built our own identity, identity resolution uh, system. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm just like, okay, well, I know why none of your data adds up now. So right. <laughs> let's go, let's yeah. take a look at that and audit that first, because yeah. I guarantee you it doesn't work, uh, you know, at the level that it needs to, to do the job that you can get from an off the shelf system today. And there's just, there's, there's too many edge cases uh, that yes. aren't accounted for. Yeah. yeah, it'll melt your mind. Yeah. All right, I want to take a pivot real quick and you know it's it's you know been on the top of everybody's mind lately this big move to GA4 
and how it's supposed to be the greatest thing ever. Um, we haven't seen it do anything well yet, but you know, what is your perspective on that and how are you messaging um, maybe the difference uh, in the market today? Yeah. So one of the things that's it's so GA4 uh, in terms of the, the design of the um, data model, it's an event-based system. So Google was moving to an event-based analytics system. And so that I, in that, I think it's a good thing. I think it's um, uh, opening um, uh, people's eyes to, to event-based analytics and, and, and why it's great. You know, it's easy and intuitive and powerful. Um, but GA4 itself, the, you know, widespread uh, customer user sentiment that uh, we're seeing everywhere is that it it's really uh, not a great product, not uh, it, it's full all kinds you're of just being you're just being diplomatic it's, yeah it's not there yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. it's not ready yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's and so yeah <laughs> i know the record goes on and i just uh you know i hold back but the um uh so and that's been great for us so what it's really done is it's pushed a ton of marketing teams back into the market to look at, at what else is out there because it's also it's a huge amount of effort to migrate from to from the old ga to ga4 and well it's so, just different i mean that, look let's be real the old ga isn't even a real tool for analytics i mean it's good for like you know directional opportunities but if you really want to know what's going on and you really want to audit your data which you can't do in ga ga yeah. you have to use something else and so i think yeah. for a lot of people it's just a shock that you know this other opportunity exists Yes, you know, and, that, yeah. and that's why it's, that's another reason it's so difficult. It's like, well, hold on a minute, I, you know, I'm going to actually have to think about what I'm measuring, and also I have to make sure it's right. Which, yeah. you know, in the past, if it was wrong, you just didn't know. Yeah, and and so it's been great for us. It's it's caused tons of marketing teams, especially out there, to 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 look around, say, okay, if we're going to do a migration, if we're going to move to this new, so what else is out there? And we don't like using GA4. And, um, and what it did for us is it really accelerated, you know, we've, we've always wanted to, to go beyond just the product development use case. Um, but that's where Mixpanel started. And that's where we, you know, were primarily focused up until a year or so ago. And, uh, but event-based analytics, very generic, right? You can, it, it, an event is just any interaction that your user is having with the with the product or company, and so you can really you can model not just their in product stuff, but you can model, you know, um, seeing an ad and clicking on an ad. Those are just more events, and and the beauty of it is then that event stream you have this complete event stream where you can sort of see all the way through the journey. Um, there were some things that that marketing teams needed, uh, particularly around attribution and multi-touch attribution, uh, around um, just uh, session and page view and duration on page. So certain certain like features that they they liked in in GA um, that we added into Mixpanel, and now you know I think have pretty much complete capabilities of what you could do in GA. You can do a mixed panel and then you can do much, much more. Um, 
And so that was all an effort to create a really kind of soft landing for marketing teams in, in mixed panel. And, um, and so, uh, that's that's been um a big trend over the last few quarters for us is just more and more marketing teams and companies coming coming over uh from ga and Great. the last thing is awesome about that is now you got your product and your marketing team looking at the same numbers and same numbers well yeah, that's a big problem historically yeah yeah big problems historically to get these different departments have you know completely different views on on the data I've only got you for a few more minutes, so I want to make sure I ask you about AI since it's the hot, you know, topic. Uh, where's AI going with analytics? Are all my data analysts going to be out of jobs uh, soon? Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I hope uh, not. Uh, no, uh, I think that uh, well, the place that we've started, I think there's a, a bunch of different places that you could apply these sort of new large language models to to analytics. The place we started was letting people ask questions in natural language and then and then creating uh uh reports and dashboards for them this is spark or this is yeah this is called spark so that's mixed right. okay spark, that's our um ai and uh and that's that's really great because it's there is still a barrier to entry in these tools and uh but what's cool about integrating it into an analytics product is that you're not just giving the answer and they don't know how you got there. You're giving them the answer comes in the form of a chart that they can then interact with and see all the underlying data. And so you can really trust uh, and understand where that answer came from. And it, and you can sort of learn by doing, right. You can sort of learn by example. It's sort of, you had a question, it builds a chart and you're like, Oh, okay. That's how I would answer a question with this chart. And so it's a great way to just, help users onboard and to save them time but it's um it, you still need the the actual analytics tool in the background as well i think it's going to help a lot on the on the data governance side as well so um just being able to look for um miss you know things that look like they're mislabeled or uh, sudden spikes or drops that you know anomalies that might represent some broken pipeline um, that that's probably the next space we're going to apply AI. Well, well, I think we're probably in the first inning. So, uh, excited yeah. to see, uh, you know, where everybody takes it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All right. Well, listen, um, we're at time. So thank you so much uh, for hopping on today to recap. I've got Neil Raleigh, the SVP of product at Mixpanel, and I'm Ryan Kuntz, co-founder at Mammoth Growth. Thanks everybody. Thanks Ryan.